episode eighteen. Trick or treat! Welcome back to Kid Pack. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jack. We have a super spooky fun episode today for you. But first, how did you do with last week's challenge? It was to go for a walk or ride a bike. Jack and I love to walk together and pick up garbage on our street. It's just nice to spend that peaceful time together and make the world a cleaner place. I'm still baffled at how much people litter. We can do this every week because every week there is new litter to pick up. I think I'm having deja vu. I think I've had to say this before, but enough about trash. Let's get on with the show. Let's get started, my fellow ghoulies and ghosties. On today's episode... We'll be diving into a spooktacular world of Halloween, an American holiday that is famous for its spine-tingling thrills and creepy chills. Get ready to learn about jack-o'-lanterns, candy, costumes, and all the eerie traditions that make this holiday so frighteningly fun. So grab a comfy blanket, maybe some candy corn to munch on, and get ready to learn all about one of America's favorite holidays. Time. For our Halloween episode today, we have a Halloween riddle for you. Today's riddle is... What's a skeleton's favorite food? Stay tuned for the answer. Halloween Trivia! We're going to dive headfirst into the world of Halloween with some multiple choice trivia. Let's see how much you already know about Halloween. Play along at home. All right, here we go. In Alabama, it is illegal to dress up as a police officer, a nun, or a clown. I think it would be illegal to dress up as a police officer for legal reason that makes sense to me but okay so the answer is a nun also a priest costume is illegal there and if you're caught dressed up as these religious figures you may be charged a 500 dollars fine as well as a year in prison for buying a costume that probably costed like what 30 dollars probably you have to pay a fine of prison a year in prison And $500? Yeah, so it's not worth it, is it? Number two. Count Dracula was not the famous vampire's original name. In Bram Stoker's original manuscript of the novel, his original name was Count Wimpy, Count Vampire, or Count Toothy. I think it would be Count Toothy? The answer is Count Vampire. His friend read the script and suggested he change it to Dracula as the name may sound more intriguing. And he took his friend's advice. Good call, huh? Uh-huh. Vampire. Who would, who would name it Vampire? That just doesn't even make sense. Uh, Bram Stoker did. <laughs> it rhymes with Vampire. Did you notice that? Yeah. I don't know. Number three. In Belleville, Missouri, 
You cannot trick or treat for Halloween candy if you're over the age of 13, 15, or 16. 16. Nope. In this town, children over the age of 13 can no longer go out to trick or treat during Halloween. This law enforces the idea that this activity is done by children only. And apparently in Missouri, you're only a child under the age of 13. I find that a little sad. Yeah, that's kind of weird to consider. I've seen some older kids trick-or-treating, and in my opinion, as long as they're dressed up, I'm okay with it. But if you're out there with no costume, then that's just silly. I wouldn't give a I wouldn't give candy if I was older. I wouldn't give candy to like a four-year-old or like a 30-year-old. But yeah, but like 16 and that's okay but not in Missouri. Okay. Number four. In some American cities, Halloween was originally referred to as Brussels sprouts night, cabbage night, or celery night. What what vegetable? Uh, Well, I'll tell you in a moment. So figure out which one it was. Brussels sprout night? The answer is Cabbage night. The name cabbage night comes from the typical use of rotten cabbages for Halloween pranks. In some cities, people also gather leftover cabbages in a pile on a field and light it on fire. (laughs) I've never heard about that. I've heard of teepeeing somebody's house, but I've never heard of throwing rotten cabbages. Like, uh, since when? So, 1977 to 1978, it was known as Cabbage Night. Ew. Number five. On average, kids who trick or treat will bring home a bag of candy worth 1,000 calories, 5,000 calories, or 11,000 calories. I would say 11,000 calories. Yep, the answer is 11,000 calories. Here are the most common candies you can expect to receive on Halloween. Skittles, M&M's, Twix, mini Hershey bars, Snickers, Starburst, Reese's, Jolly Ranchers, Sour Patch Kids, and Tootsie Pops. I feel like for around where we live, I feel like that doesn't make that as much sense for us. Because normally I only get like four Reese's peanut butter cups and that style of stuff. And like like one Jolly Rancher if I'm lucky. I Number six, candy corn was not the original name it was given. It was originally named chicken feed, corn bites, or fall candy. Chicken feed. Yeah, candy corn was originally called chicken feed and marketed to farm animals when it was invented in 1888. The marketing strategy was not successful and the candy became popular among humans for its sweet and inexpensive nature. They later produced the candy under the name candy corn and it became a beloved Halloween treat. Number seven. In 2004, the mayor of Los Angeles, California created a law that said you cannot use this on Halloween night. Is it air horns? Silly string or costumes that cover your face. Silly string. Right. If you have never seen or heard of it before, silly string is a type of foam spray that comes out of a can. When you spray it, it shoots out a long string of colorful foam, and it can be really fun at parties, but it is difficult to clean up. 
So if you're caught using silly string or selling it on Halloween, you will get a $1,000 fine and six months of mandatory jail time. Pretty strict, huh? What? Where is this again? This is in um, Los Angeles, California. That just makes no sense. You can use it the day after, (laughs) just not on Halloween. Number eight, the birthplace of Halloween is said to be the United States, Ireland, or Australia. I think it's the United States. Ireland is actually believed to be the birthplace of the Halloween tradition. Halloween is said to have come from the ancient Celts who lived over 2,000 years ago. The land Celtics used to occupy now consists of Ireland and the United Kingdom. Number nine, China holds Halloween festivals by lighting lanterns. The lanterns are shaped like dragons, owls, or scarecrows. Owls. The answer is they are shaped like dragons. The lanterns signify the people's wish for a bright future, and many of these lanterns also come decorated in red and gold, each representing happiness and wealth. Number 10. Which holiday generates more sales for candy, Valentine's Day or Halloween? It has to be Halloween, right? Yeah, it is. The answer is Halloween, and more than twice as much chocolate is sold on Halloween, averaging about 90 million pounds during the week of October 31st alone. In total, about $2.6 billion is spent on Halloween candy each year, according to one report. How much did you already know about Halloween? I discovered many intriguing facts and personally found it fascinating to learn all this new information. I hope you feel the same way, too. Halloween Superstitions! Have you ever heard of a superstition? A superstition is something that people believe in, but isn't necessarily true. For example, Some people believe if you break a mirror, you'll have seven years of bad luck. Or they might believe that if a black cat crosses your path, you will have bad luck. These are just a couple of examples of superstitions. And not all superstitions are bad either. Some are believed to bring good luck. That's right. And no other holiday in the world has as many superstitions associated with it as Halloween. So today, we're going to look at some of the most popular superstitions and learn where they came from. Number one, black cats being bad luck. So specifically, this superstition states that if a black cat crosses your path, it's bad luck. This has existed for centuries and is believed to originate in medieval Europe. In some cultures, black cats are considered a symbol of good luck and fortune, while in others, they're associated with witches and dark magic. And during the Middle Ages, black cats were viewed as a companion to witches, prompting the belief that they were evil and could cast spells. Unfortunately, this superstition still exists today, causing some shelters to have difficulty finding homes for black cats around Halloween. And this one makes me sad. Number two, full moon turns people into werewolves. 
So we talked a few episodes ago about mythical creatures and, of course, werewolves are made up. But there was a superstition surrounding the moon and werewolves. It was believed if someone had the werewolf curse, according to mythology, it would take the radiance of a full moon to trigger the transformation into a werewolf. Number three, holding your breath when you drive past cemetery. Some people believe that when you drive past a cemetery, if you breathe in, this could bring bad luck or other bad things to you. So some people hold their breath when they drive past the cemetery to protect themselves. This is just a silly belief and there's no proof that this is real. Number four, Friday the 13th is an unlucky day. Just the other day, I mentioned to someone I will be flying the second week of October. And they said to me, oh, I hope it's not on the 13th. It actually is. <laughs> I'll be flying on the 13th. So lucky for me, I don't believe in this superstition. But Friday the 13th is a superstition because many people believe that if the 13th day of the month falls on a Friday, it makes it an unlucky day. The number 13 is associated with bad luck in Western cultures, and people still enjoy making superstitions about this day, and it's become a bit of a cultural phenomenon. Number five, if a bat bites me, I will turn into a vampire. Again, a vampire is another mythical creature. Bats are not dangerous to humans, and they seldom bite us. And if they do, you won't turn into a vampire. They are peaceful creatures that are more scared of humans than we are of them. The only time they come in contact with humans is when they're in search of food or an exit route. Although a bat bite won't turn you into a vampire, it could spread some viruses, so it's best to stay away and avoid handling them unless you're a professional. Number six, spiders bring good luck. There's a lot of superstitions about spiders, but here's one I liked. It's generally believed among superstitious people that seeing a white spider is especially lucky. Changes for the better will occur and an increase of wealth is headed your way. Number seven, trick-or-treating and a costume tricks the ghost. The origin of dressing up for trick-or-treat started to trick the spirits into believing we were one of them, and basically, they wouldn't mess with us. Number eight, knocking on wood. In many cultures, it's a common superstition for people to knock their knuckles on a piece of wood to bring themselves good fortune or ward off bad luck. It's common to do this when you say something you don't want to jinx. Like if I say out loud, our family hasn't been sick all year, I might say, oops, Knock on wood to prevent it from happening. Number nine, walking under a ladder is bad luck. The superstition associated with walking under a ladder is that it will bring you bad luck. There's no definite proof that walking under a ladder brings bad luck, but the superstition has been around for centuries and is widely believed in many cultures. Walking under a ladder can actually be dangerous as a person could accidentally bump into the ladder and cause it to fall, which could result in injury or property damage. And this may be the more practical reason why the superstition developed. Number 10. Itchy palms means money is coming your way. So no matter how you look at it, this is a good superstition. Some say that if your palm itches, it means there will be money in your future. When your left hand itches, it's said to be a sign that money will be coming your way. And an itchy right hand means money will be flowing out of your pocket. Number 11, lucky pennies will bring good luck. Some believe that any found penny will bring good luck, while others believe that only a penny lying face up should be picked up. 
The latter thought stems from an ancient belief that there's a battle between good and evil. Number 12. Fingers crossed anchors a wish to come true. Crossing your fingers is often used as a way to express hope or good luck. The superstition is especially popular among children who may cross their fingers while making a wish or hoping for something to come true. I bet you've all done this at some time in your life. Did you realize it was a superstition? Yeah. Number 11, breaking a mirror brings seven years of bad luck. Yeah, breaking a mirror is considered a sign of bad luck and is believed to bring seven years of misfortune by many people today. The origin of this superstition is unclear but can be traced back to ancient Greek and Roman times where mirrors held a mystical quality and were used in fortune telling. The superstition may stem from the belief that breaking a mirror causes harm to one's reflection and self-image. And additionally, the breaking of a mirror may have been considered a serious financial loss in times where glass was rare. But don't worry, if you break a mirror, there's a superstition to reverse the bad luck. Spin in circle three times counterclockwise. But superstition says be careful not to do this unless you've just broken a mirror, as doing so on its own actually brings you bad luck. Number 14. Opening an umbrella indoors is bad luck. Have you ever been told not to open that umbrella indoors? Well, that's because legend has it that ancient Egyptians believed that opening an umbrella indoors or away from the sun was a disrespectful act that would anger the sun god, who would then take out his anger on everyone in the house in which the umbrella had been opened. Interesting, huh? Yeah. Number 15, four-leaf clovers bring good luck. So the chances of finding a four-leaf clover is one in 10,000. That's a very slim chance of actually finding one. The four-leaf clover is a symbol of good luck in Irish culture. People believe that the leaves on a four-leaf clover stand for hope, faith, love, and good luck. And a long time ago, some people thought if they had a four-leaf clover, they could see fairies. Some people still think if they carry a four-leaf clover, it will protect them from evil and bring them good luck. But the clover only works if it's kept hidden and never given to someone else. So it's important to remember that superstitions are just beliefs and they aren't always based on evidence. It's up to you whether or not you believe in them. I sure did enjoy learning all about their history and I hope you did too. Advice from Halloween. If Halloween were a person, here's the advice it might give to kids that they could use in their everyday lives. Number one, don't be afraid to be yourself. Halloween is all about dressing up in costumes and being whoever you want to be, so don't be afraid to express yourself. Number two, be creative. Use your imagination to come up with new ideas and ways of doing things. Halloween's the perfect time to let your creativity shine. Number three, don't judge people by their appearance. Halloween's a time when people dress up in scary and sometimes over-the-top costumes. But it's important to remember you can't judge a book by its cover. Number four, have fun and be silly. Life is too short to be serious all the time, so don't be afraid to be silly and have fun. Number five, stay safe. When you go trick-or-treating or attend Halloween events, make sure you stay safe by following the rules and guidelines and staying with a group of friends or family members. 
to the challenge. Are you ready for your weekly self-improvement challenges? Each week we give you two challenges because we're always working on being the best humans we can be. This week, your first challenge is to ask a family member about their favorite Halloween memory. Now for your second challenge. This week, your mantra is... I am proud of myself. The phrase I'm proud of myself is a mantra you can use to remind yourself of all the great things you have accomplished. It means feeling good about yourself or doing something well or achieving a goal that you set for yourself. By repeating this mantra, you're acknowledging your hard work and accomplishments and reinforcing your self-confidence. It's important to be proud of yourself because it helps you feel good and encourages you to keep pushing yourself to be your best. Remember, you don't have to compare yourself to others as everyone has different abilities. Be kind to yourself and don't be afraid to celebrate your accomplishments, big or small. We think this is going to make your week a little better. Did you guess the answer to today's riddle? Let's find out. Today's riddle was... What's a skeleton's favorite food? Spare ribs! We hope you all had a spooktacular time with us learning all about this amazing holiday called Halloween. We had a blast and hope you did too. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with your friends and come back next week for another brand new episode. Next week is going to be a special episode with spooky stories, so be prepared to get spooked. Remember to be kind, helpful, and respectful to everyone you meet. Don't forget to keep learning and having fun. See you next week, but until then, keep being awesome. See you later, alligator. We'll leave it at that, baby bat. <laughs>